Welcome to Do You Believe Podcast. Today we have Carrie's brother Michael on. Michael, say hi. Hey. Get the music. <laughs> this country is so screwed up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but it's reaching a proportion. If you're a radio listener, you can't see him. <laughs> Okay, that was a uh, take two. Somebody forgot to hit record. I won't name names. Carrie. <clears throat> what am I? Uh, to my left, we're kind of sitting weird, so this is confusing. To my left is Michael. Hey, Carrie's brother. To his left is our dog Anderson. Anderson, say hi. He's just looking at me. To his left, say hey. <laughs> Carrie. Is Carrie. Okay. No Matt and Mandy this week. They are family matters that they're attending to. They'll be back next time. So, alright. Say this again, Michael. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being all conspiracies are bullcrap, to 10 being flat earth is real, where would you write yourself? 1. Alright. So that'll make this interesting. What we're going to do is we're going to go through conspiracies some are true some are still in the conspiracy state things that the government has done and you're going to decide if you buy it or if you think it's a conspiracy and then we'll go over if it is or not so yay so the first wait, one wait you can cut this out i'm not gonna cut it out <laughs> well i'm just Letting you know that every time your chair hits the table, it makes a whole bunch of noise. Okay, I'll try to sit still. Okay. Alright, the first thing. Alright, this is called Project MK Ultra. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so um, I'm just going to read you the brief description from Wikipedia. Alright. And you can give me a first impression after I read it. So Project MK Ultra, also called the CAA Mind Control Program. Is the codename given to a program of experiments on human subjects, at times illegal, designed and undertaken by the United States Central Intelligence Agency. Experiments on humans were intended to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogations and torture in order to weaken the individual to force confessions through mind control. Organized through the Scientific Intelligence Division of the CIA, the project coordinated with Special Operations Division of the U.S. Army's Chemical Corps. Wait, think about that. I remember Carrie telling me about it. Her mom also told me about it. Where they sprinkled that stuff over the whole town, or was that a different one? That was part of it. That was later on in the in the program. I remember part of it. Do you think it's real or do you think it's a conspiracy? I still think it's crap. Alright, so this one is fact. Is it? They did do this. Now, could they, the, the results are still up for debate. That is the conspiracies part. Can they mind control people? We don't know. Some say yes, some say no. So this started in the 1950s and ran to the 1960s. In 1973, one of the main guys had all the documents burned because they I knew see. people were coming onto them. There were 
uh, test subjects that were coming forward saying, hey, this messed with me. I want to sue them. This is... They didn't tell us the, what they were doing or what this was going to do to me. So they had the stuff burn, but somebody had misfiled about 12,000 documents. How do you misfile 12,000 documents? I don't know. Put it under the wrong letter. Right. So <laughs> Jim and accounting screwed up big time, right? So we have... Those are the documents we do have. So we don't know the extent outside of what these documents say. Right. Uh, and there's uh, people that have made videos talking about what it did to them or what they did to them you can find them on youtube and they're they're sickening watching yeah. those videos so the main the main focus that they did at least from the documents we have is that they use lsd for the most part thinking that giving them enough constant dosages would break down their mental state and they would tell them what to do uh and get anything out of them that they wanted to uh so, initially, they were, uh, they were aware of what they were doing. They were volunteers. They said, okay, here's okay. what we're going to do. I think they just said, hey, we're going to give you LSD. And they're like, oh, you know, and then being in the 60s, they're like, cool, man, you know, I'll do that. Yeah, why not? But they don't tell them, you know, the extent, like... Sure, they're getting LSD, but they don't tell them what they're going to do after that, right? right. Intense interrogation. Um, they've got ones where, like, they, there's, like, s sensory deprivation where, like, they block off, like, you can't see, hear, feel anything, do that. They tried hypnosis, um, just psychological torture, yelling at them, that kind of thing. Right. Um, well, but, yeah, they didn't know they were getting into that. So, okay, that's initially... Then they started to get a little ballsy, right? Right. So that's where that thing that you're talking about is. I remember reading one example where it was a bunch of beachgoers. They just kind of spread it out and then observed what happened. They did another one in, I think it was like a New York subway, right? That's probably the one you were talking about, and just sat and observed. There's another one where they were talking to these prostitutes saying, hey, we want you to give your clients these things, right? And we're going to observe what happens, right? And see... How everything was impacted. Didn't they make a movie off that where they kidnapped that woman? I don't know. What was that movie called? I don't remember. Are you thinking about Stranger Things? No, they made a movie. And it was a woman. She dropped her kid off to school. Her car broke down and then some guys kidnapped her and they started doing tests on her and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> Maybe. I'll have to look into that. I know they do have a, a more recent Netflix uh, show. I think it's a show or a miniseries called Wormwood that's about there's a guy involved in this that was a test subject that said he wanted out right and left and a couple of days later he killed himself I'm using air quotes on that that's still that's in the conspiracy realm we don't know for sure one way or the other so so MK Ultra did it is it a real thing yes but we don't know you know how far they went and if they were successful I don't I don't think you can mind control people I'm, pre I'm pretty sure you can put somebody in a stressful enough situation to get them to do whatever you want, but I don't think you can mind control them. You can break them probably, yeah, but you can't mind control them. So I think I would agree with that. The reason it started was allegedly people coming back from, I think it was, I think it was World War II, were saying they were being imprisoned by like the Japanese or the Germans, and they had they claimed that they got information out of them using stuff like this. So the U.S. government's like, okay, we need to be able to do that, right? 
Why? Not even considering if it was true or not. I know truth serum is a real thing. Right. So that was, when we get into the practical applications, that was one of their main goals, was having a, using the right amount of drugs that would, the people would not be able to, I don't know, they would mess with their brain to the point where they wouldn't lie, right? You could just ask them whatever and they would tell you. Um, that was their main goal initially, right? Um, and then another one was they wanted to be able to, if there was a, like a leader or something causing trouble, that they could slip it to them, this drug that they would design, to make him do crazy things in public. So people would be like, oh, that guy's nuts. Don't believe anything he says, right? Kind Those like, are the two main things that they did want to do that they thought was possible. Like, there is later on where they think, you know, let's, we're going to have like sleeper agents or whatever. We give right. this drug, it wipes their mind. We can tell them what to do. Kind of like uh, Bucky and the Avengers where they reinvent the code words and he like does things like that. They right. were trying to get to that. Did they get there? I doubt it, but for me, I won't rule out anything. But I have seen no evidence to suggest any of that. So, I think you can stress somebody out. You can like, mentally break them to make them do whatever you want. But I don't think you can control their mind, like some like at Austin Powers, like Doctor Evil. Yeah. Austin Powers. Groovy <laughs> baby. That's a great example. So that's our first example. Of something our government has done, and we'll start to see themes with some of these, is it's it's done out of fear, thinking the enemy has it, and they want it, right? Right. The justification is for ultimately be like, we gotta do this so we can interrogate and get the information we need to protect the American people. Is the general, a lot of these have that undertone. So they have good intentions, sort of. Right. What I've seen, good intentions, done unethically we do end up in some of these we get things we want but right. the way we got them is very questionable and the fact that we go and you know point fingers at other countries for doing something like this is kind of hypocritical nobody's but, hands are actually clean right all right so we'll move on to the next one next one is what is this one Operation Northwoods. Have you heard of it? No. Have you heard of this, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is... So I'll just give the base. They said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We are going to attack our own people with terrorist attacks, using air quotes, on people around Miami, and we're going to blame the Cubans. That way we have an excuse to go to war. Conspiracy or truth? This one seems like when you first hear it, this one seems more realistic because the first one was talking about mind control. Yeah. <laughs> so, like a normal person, that sounds crazy. What uh, do you think? I'm going to say no because of what I know about what happened with Cuba. Okay. Where they, they tried to get a force, send it over there, it failed, they came right. back. Okay, good. You know some of your history. The Bay of Pigs of the Okay, so this is. In the middle of the road. All right. So, this was an actual proposed plan 
They said, this is what we want to do. We want to blow up things and attack our own people to make it look and blame it on the Cubans so we have an excuse to go to war. Justification being that we are so scared of Cuba with their missiles and stuff that we have to do this in order to stop them, right? That's the logic. Ultimately, it would be a good result, right? Okay. So that's the thing. However, Kennedy said, no, we're not doing that, right? So it's in between. For me, it's scary the fact that they were considering this, right? And what's to say they're not, they wouldn't consider it now under, or under a different president, right? So right. it makes you think. So that is Operation Northwood. So uh, MKUltra and this, uh, you can go look this up and you can find the actual documents. So like MKUltra, they've got pictures of the actual documents saying... That this is what it is. I've read the actual Operation Northwood. I've seen the proposal, right. so it's real. Um, but yeah, it was ultimately rejected. Well, Thank well, God. But yeah, right. Just it is scary the fact that they would even consider that. Um, all right, next. So following up on that, uh, you guys are probably too young, and I'm too young to remember this. But um, it was called the Gulf of Tonkin incident. What is that? And this is, this is what kind of got us into the Vietnam War. And it was essentially, they had a U.S. battleship out off the coast of Vietnam. Okay. And it was attacked by a, I'm using air quotes again, North Korean, uh, like a sub or another ship was attacking it, right? And they reported that. And they said, hey, look what they're doing, right? So the conspiracy is that it never happened. That we attacked our, our own ship to make it look like it was the North Vietnamese. So we had an excuse to attack the North Vietnamese. Conspiracy or true? I'm going to Okay. I've heard of a similar incident. And it was with the Japanese and these guys. They fired off shots towards a submarine. But it took them like 20 years after the war before they actually found the submarine. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought they were crazy, and they just shot off into nowhere. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that. Interesting. Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. Off that last one, I heard. Is it possible? Okay. Possible? Do I believe that's the case? Absolutely not. See, this this is why because we it's tricky it. with that. There's so many things where this has happened that you always got to ask yourself they propose doing this sort of thing did they actually do it this time or is it real so this one is middle of the road again i think officially it was attacked the first time by a north vietnamese vessel right but that wasn't enough to get us involved and they seem to say it happened again they seem to think that one didn't exist. They had some sort of commander on the ship said, yeah, that never happened. So I was going to say, like, probably the best way to go about it is to actually find someone who survived that incident and ask them right. so they think what really happened. First one true, second one fake. Not confirmed, but there's evidence that suggests that that one was fake. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. It's, was, that one's tricky. I don't know about that one. I didn't do research on this next one I'll talk about, but there is a con- conspiracy 
I'll go ahead and say it's still conspiracy, not confirmed. They they do think that we knew Pearl Harbor, the attack was coming. Well, we knew 9-11 was coming. So that's another you one. You believe that? Yeah, the CIA knew for months. They tried to tell, but no one listened. That's they they put that on the History Channel. That's common knowledge. I just always thought that you were the kind to not believe anything that the government would do, anything like that. The one conspiracy theory that you will never convince me to believe is the one that we did 9-11. That that was done on purpose. I I won't believe that. We'll do a, a podcast later on that one. I think it's... I think everyone would admit that there's some fishy stuff going on. But... You know, did our own government do that? I doubt it. But could we have let something happen as an excuse to go to war? Sure. That I believe more than the, they call them false flags, where you do your own attacks and blame somebody else. Right. I less believe that we've done that, but I do believe we may have known something was coming, but let it happen in order to have an excuse to go to war. Right. So, 9-11's got that. Uh, Pearl Harbor's got that. Um, so, sure, I don't, I don't think it's completely out of the water to believe that we knew, because we knew about 9-11, yeah. Right, so my next one. That just surprises me that you believe or not. Look, but, uh, they yeah, put that I feel just... like any type of, like, conspiracy or anything that we say bad about the government, you're just like, no, no. No, our government would never do that. I feel like most people are in that mindset. I think part of this podcast is to convince you, you know, we're not perfect either, right? No government is, like, spotless. Sure, like, when I was going through high school learning history, we never talked about any of this kind of stuff, right? Just We're just like, yeah, Gulf Tonkin, they they attacked their ship, we went to war, it happened. We're not going to, they're not even going to bother mentioning that kind of stuff. Yeah. government wouldn't want that right because you know a lot of these maybe they had the right intentions ultimately right so like the reason we nuked japan in world war ii in the war was we were thinking we would have lost a lot more soldiers if we had invaded japan the normal way and attacked so right. they, they had to make that call they saved american lives at the expense of japanese lives which is crappy but but if you're trying to save america they're trying to save no, I don't, I don't. I know our government isn't spotless, right? But I also think that most of our government's intentions is for, believe it or not, to protect its people. It is, but that doesn't mean that everything you do is ethical. Yeah, the problem is, yeah, they oh, go no, through it. Even Obama said one of his speeches when he was out campaigning, "Nobody's hands are clean." Talking about himself, he's probably done some shady stuff to get to where he's at too. Speaking of Obama. <laughs> We will. We'll we'll come into that on another podcast. But yeah, it seems to be back in the seventies, whatever. We were so scared of communism and like Russia nuclear war that we were willing to go through anything to stop it. Nowadays, it kind of seems like the norm. People will be like, you know, we want it. We want to go to Iraq to get their oil, right? That's their thing. But it could also have been, you know, we don't want that that dictatorship to grow. And be a threat down the road, you know. So let's stop it now. Yeah, but, no. No, I think it's 
I think that's perfectly reasonable, and even plausible, if you will, to believe that we knew about Pearl Harbor. Because America has credited itself the greatest country on the face of the earth. That being said, they probably know a lot more than they lead on to. Oh, sure. So, in maybe some other episode we could look at the philosophy behind the the things that we do, and is it right, is it wrong, and I think everybody's going to have different opinions on things. But, that's for another time. For the next section, this is called, they called it the Family Jewels. I don't know why they called it that, but it is. This is a list of I'm juvenile. This is a, a list of things that the CIA has done that has been reported that is been questioned and has been considered unethical. I was just going to briefly go through the things that they've done. So this is true. Um, none of these are like mind-blowing, but it's just be aware that your government does this oh. and they think they have a right to. So... All right. I'm pretty sure they've done some shady things. I'm not denying that. Alright, so... One says there's like a KGB agent, which is was a Soviet Union special operations group. They kidnapped one of their people. Uh, they said kidnapped, like he defected. He came to us, but we just captured him and interrogated him. Right. So, that's one. Another one is wiretapping of two uh, syndic- syndicated columnists. Uh, that we're writing. So um, that seems to be a big thing is spying on people. Like this is this is not something that the CIA as a whole condones, but this is part of it that happened. They did this. They wiretapped these people to see what they're reporting, who are their sources, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I, I seem to think that that's kind of, we expect that at this point now. We're just like, yeah, we could see him doing that. You know, it's not a surprise. So they've got surveillance of other journalists. I don't know. I won't say their names because I don't don't think anybody knows who they are. But they're writers for, this says Washington Post, Fox News Channel. They just tailed them and watched them to see what they were doing. Um, Yeah, they've got a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of, they've got break-ins for CIA employees. Former CIA people breaking into their homes. Former NSA people breaking into their homes to see... You know, do they have anything that would hinder us if they released it or something? They got a lot of that. I feel like as long as they have probable cause, none of this seems absolutely crazy. They had probable cause, but it was to cover their own butts. The people weren't doing anything illegal, right? They were afraid they were going to talk. It's more of that, not like they're not breaking the law. Um, I've got, they've got ones where they, they were opening, like, all mail coming in from Soviet Union and from China, technically illegal, but, again, they've got this huge fear of communism, you know, uh, they're trying to put an end to it. Uh, they've got projects like MKUltra, that kind of thing. They have more programs that do in the same kind of sort of thing. We call it, like, behavior modification. They don't condone it officially from the top, but it happened. I think that's part of the problem with the CIA is it's so big that they can't keep track of everything so people can get away with doing things. Or maybe they're just, you know, looking the other way. Like, oh, they're probably not doing anything over there. Do that. You know, that sort of thing. Well, 
considering the nature of their job, we're, we're probably going to see a lot of things that they do and be like, okay, that's unethical. But if they hadn't have done those things, or they didn't do something, yeah. what would have happened if they didn't? Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to justify what they're doing. Yeah. I, I know. Well, I think anybody would try to justify what their government is doing because they don't want to believe that their government is doing shady stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, is our government doing shady stuff? Yeah, probably. There's probably a lot of things that they're doing but right you, now that we won't you know You would about. just like to believe that, that your government is, is for their people more than... Is better than everyone else's government? Absolutely. Yeah. Being American, so you that's try part to justify being American. Being. Right. No, I want my government to be better than everybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a, they had several assassination plots against Castro, um, there was it the Congolese leader, uh, Petrus Lumumba, uh, Rafael Trujillo of Dominican Republic, uh, uh, Rene Schneider of the Chilean army. All these were unsuccessful, but we did have plans to assassinate all these people. Now, they were bad people. So, and it comes down to, do you condone this? Like, do you do you think it's right to go into another country that's not your own and kill their leader because they're bad, right? And that's kind of America's mindset is like, we're the big, strong country. We got to fight for the little people, We're right? the police force of the world. Right, so that's world police, and that's the role we play. And that's something we can debate in another podcast. Like, is that right, you know? Um, like... Like, let's take Connie, for example, where he's kidnapping all those kids. Like, if, if it were to come on the news, hey, America assassinated this guy, I wouldn't, I'd feel happy. I'd feel like, yeah, look what my country did. They took that guy out. I, I wouldn't be upset with that at all. So, yeah. But, like, if I heard, like, Americans took out man while he was going to buy milk from the grocery store, I'd probably be like, what? It was just milk. Why? I don't know. I feel like if he's like a... I feel like if they're going to be like a danger to the world at some point, or have that potential, I don't see the problem with it. I think most people would share that. That sentiment. Um, Let's see. Uh, They've got a thing where they... People were just gathering information from a bunch of U.S. citizens... Uh, that were involved in anti-war protesting stuff. Just watching them, just keeping an eye on them. Um, And I know, I think it was up in the other one, but like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was big. They don't talk about that. I remember reading about this in school. He was, right, civil rights leader. We know that. That's what we talk about. But he was also very anti-war in Vietnam. And he was getting a lot of people on his side. And the government was scared of that. So they have... uh, they watched him, they wiretapped him, they trailed him, making sure he was up to no good. Didn't, who, did they, were they the ones who sent the porn to his wife? Right, Trying so. Trying to show him in bed with, like, another woman. Later on, that was a huge part of, and I, I think CIA was responsible, was for making him look bad in public. By releasing all the stuff, trying to frame him, whatever. Make him look uncredible, right? And it's true, because I, I do remember hearing about that stuff. I don't know if they're the ones who did it, but I remember hearing something about it. Yeah, so they're not about, and that's again it's that weird gray area. Like, I think it 
we wanted to go to Vietnam to stop the rise of communism. That was a hot topic in the 60s, 70s, right. and even in the 80s. So that's one of the gray areas where, like, and I think, you know, uh, North Vietnam was doing bad things. It wasn't necessarily communism that was the bad thing. It was the, the oppression of the people. So government wanted it. This guy was a huge influential figure against it. They're going to do what they can to make him look Yeah, shut him down. So that's when you start getting like, okay, that's... uh, You're willing to to discredit him to get what you want, but it's not inherently... He's not a bad guy, right? Right. It's a, a, you know, Castro, you know, make him look bad because he's a bad guy. He's doing bad things. But MLK wasn't doing bad things. He just disagreed with the government. The government didn't like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, it says polygraph experiments. Uh, yeah, testing out electronic equipment on U.S. telephone circuits. Interesting. Well, I heard that big thing that was on the news. It was a couple of years ago, where um, they were wiretapping everyone's phone that wasn't an iPhone because Apple wouldn't let them do it. Yeah, I think we'll get to that in a little later section. So the next one is called, and we'll go over this one briefly because a lot of these can be kind of similar. But this is a, it's called uh, Cointel Pro, which is short for Counterintelligence Program. Some weird acronym they made for that. But this is, this this ties in with like the MOK thing where they are putting out fake information to discredit people they don't want talking anymore, right? It's just, I don't know. Normally there's intelligence gathering where you're just like getting information from, but this is putting out disinformation. So like propaganda against certain individuals. Yeah. is another good way uh, to put it. This came in, they started doing this, I think this was in, yeah, 1956 to 1971. That doesn't surprise me. Just because every other country on the face of the earth has done the exact same thing. They put out propaganda against people, so that doesn't surprise me at all if our government did that. That's just, I think that's just a normal thing. People in power do that. Yep, so this is, for me, this is one of those things where, this is where they're starting to go past the line of acceptable actions, right? This is just discrediting people that you're scared of. Like, cause like Martin Luther King was speaking for a lot of people, right? Saying we don't need to be in war in Vietnam, because that was a long war, and ultimately nothing came about, right? Right. And it, it was just, I don't know. He spoke for the people, and the government was willing to silence him, right? He wasn't. He wasn't preaching murder, killing people, anything bad like that. It was just, we don't like what you're doing. We're part of, we're the people, right? A democracy is we listen to the people and do what they want. This is what we want. And the government says, well, we don't, we don't agree with you. So we're going to silence you. So that's where we're starting to get into some shady stuff that, a little past the gray area. What's this? All right. Shift gears a little bit. This is called Operation Paperclip. Anybody heard of that? 
Is this about the little guy who used to show up in the corner of your screen? No, it is not the Microsoft Assistant. <laughs> <laughs> so operation, again, this comes into the weird. Maybe it was for the best, but the way we did it, maybe not the best. This is where, at the end of World War II, okay. we took a bunch of Nazi scientists and said, we will give you immunity if you come work for us. And some of these scientists were not good people, right? They were at concentration camps running experiments on people, all that kind of stuff. We take them for their knowledge because we were afraid that the Soviets would get a hold of them and take their knowledge, right? So it's ultimately we are getting good technology, but these were bad people that acquired this information in bad ways. That this in my brain is justifiable and here's why because we are a superpower we're a leading presence in the world if we didn't get those things that that knowledge that technology someone else did our influence our power goes away america is no more like that makes sense now did they do some really bad things absolutely should they have to pay for it yeah, at some point they should. Should have Amer- should America have lied to these people and been like, do something shady, like give us everything you know and then deal with them? Yeah, absolutely. I would that would have been probably equally acceptable. And I think there was I think one maybe two of all the scientists that came over that did later get convicted of their war crimes, but not all. Most of them got away with it. And some of them went on to become pretty well-known and famous in the science community, but their shady past has just been ignored. So it seems to be America has this, it's, I think it's the utilitarian philosophy, which means what produces the greatest common good right? right. by whatever means necessary. Doing this was the best for our country. Yes. If the Russians got a hold of this, they might have beaten us in in the Cold War or something. So, yeah, but still unethical. But it seems to be their philosophy is whatever gets us the greatest good. So, I don't... And I think the hang-up I have is that's fine, but the people need to know, right? It really should, should be... They could. I wish they would do this, but they don't. Just come out and be like, okay, guys... We have these scientists. They did bad things. They have knowledge that we don't want the Soviets to get. What do you want us to do? Right? Ask us. Because it's a democracy, but they don't. You know, they're like, these people, they don't know. They don't know. We'll do what we think is right. They're just idiots, so we're going to... I don't know, think they look at us as idiots, but... They probably do. <laughs> I, think, I think their idea is... Okay. They're scared that people, people are going to disagree. Yeah, they're, they're like, okay, people are going to get super pissed about this if they know we have these Nazi scientists. But it's going to be best for our country that we have them. So let's just not say anything. Yeah. Like, it's they think I they know best. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. But kind of sucks when you live in a quote-unquote democratic country where the people make the decisions, this is undermining that. And it kind of sucks. But... Ultimately, it ended up okay, but... Alright. Next one is... This is called the Tuskegee Syphilis Experiment. 
What was that name? The Tuskegee Syphilis Experiment. Yeah, you heard it. So I'll just read a brief description of what it was. Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in in the Negro male, also known as the Tuskegee Syphilis Study or Tuskegee Syphilis Experiment, was an infamous clinical study conducted between 1932 and 1972 by the U.S. Public Health Service. The purpose of the study was to observe the natural progression of untreated syphilis in rural African-American men in Alabama under the guise of receiving free health care from the U.S. government. So... So wait, so basically what they're saying is they gave these people syphilis under the idea that they were getting free health care. Kind of. And that's where, originally, when I heard the conspiracy theory come out, it was they gave them syphilis and whatever. But it wasn't, I, I read up on it, it's not quite that. It was, there was a group of people, they ran tests, some of them already had it. Okay. They did not tell them they had it. They had the cure for it. They did not give it to them. So they could sit and study how fast it spreads, what the effect is. For some reason, they were thinking like it would have a different impact on African Americans, but that's quackery. But yeah, they did not tell them they had it. They did not cure them, even though they could. That's the that's the shady part. This so, really happened? This really happened. That's like the mind control thing. That's hard for me to believe. And it's... <laughs> this is a tough one. I don't... Uh, Wait, when did uh, this happen? Uh, 1932 to okay. 1972. Also, also, like, they weren't fond of black people then. Right? It's true. Yeah. You know, so to them, whatever. They viewed them as less than human, so maybe that, uh, maybe that is why in their mind they thought it was okay. And they could justify it and be like, we didn't give it to them. You know, we just, you know. It's still like It's like, it's kind of like the same thing of like, no, I didn't lie, but I also didn't tell the truth. I didn't say something when I should have, right? It's kind of that thing. Right. So, no, it's wrong. On the surface, they didn't do anything bad to them. But they could have helped and didn't, right? So guilty by inaction. Um, this is one of the probably one of the worst offenses that I've seen. That's true, that I completely disagree with. I see no, this is not right in any situation. I mean, if you have the ability to help somebody, like okay, like I get if you're trying to do a scientific study, but at some point there should be a cutoff. Being all right, when it gets all right, if it gets like to this point. We've got to start treating them because anything more is going to endanger their life. I get, like, that would make more sense to me than just to be like, all right, we're going to see what happens. Reading a little more, it looks like initially this was supposed to be like a six-month experiment. And then at the end they would cure them of whatever. Right. right. But they let it go for 40 years because no one called them out on it. They probably weren't being monitored by anybody. They are just like, well, let's just keep going here. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. I see so, now, it's, let's say they ended up getting important information about learning important stuff because of this. I would still say it's wrong. Right? And that's one of the big things about human experimentation. Right? 
they did a lot of this in Germany and Japan during World War II, we probably learned a lot from what they were doing. But it is completely, like, unethically, unethically we gain that information. And that's a weird catch-22. Yes. It's just like... I, I, I get exactly wait, what you're saying. Good things came out of it, but... Ugh. Right. Like experimenting on well, at least they bad. did it and not us. But we'll take the information anyway, you know. So. Right. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Experimenting on humans definitely 100% bad. But we got a lot of good knowledge out of it. I get that. So it's, it's, so it's almost like... It's, the mindset is, as long as the bad guys are doing it, we'll it's, take the it's information. <laughs> but Just not us, right? So the question is, if the government found out, you know, Germans or whatever are doing this, would they just look the other way? Maybe. Just be like, oh, okay, yeah. I think... Just so they can keep going with it, our hands are quote-unquote clean, because we're not doing it, but, you know, again, we're letting it happen. I think that if if something like that were to happen, let's say they did look the other way. I'm not saying they would, but let's say they did. I think that they would only let it go so far, like, to the point where it's like, all right, this is ridiculous... We're not learning anything new. We're not getting any information out of it. There's no point in letting these people suffer. So it's okay that they suffer as long as we get stuff out of it. No. It's terrible, but... No, but I think I think that's one of those hard decisions. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's the greater good? Like, a few for the many? Like, it's, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds awful when you say it out loud. It really does. But if you think about it, a few people for the rest of the world... Like Ebola. Like the people who had Ebola, super bad. Awful. But a few people died from it. We found a cure. And now there's a cure for Ebola. Yeah. I just feel like that's just life. But, I don't know. So, that's again, that's the utilitarian <laughs> philosophy. We talked about this in, we had like an ethics class in college. And it was one of the teacher called on me for one of the things was like you've got a bus full of kids on a school bus stuck on a train track and in this scenario if you push the teacher in front of the train it would stop the train now that doesn't make sense but you know we're just saying and it would kill it would you do it right absolutely and at the back i said yeah right but i i've since later come back to be like okay i would not it is her decision to make that sacrifice if I was in that position, I would absolutely make the sacrifice, but I don't have the right to make her make that yeah. sacrifice, right? And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I think it's a lot harder for the government because there's a lot more lives on the line. Right. So I get, I understand the difficulty of these decisions. I'm glad I don't have to make those calls. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like better them than me. Right. It's like Uncle Trump, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to have your job. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next one is, do, do we know who Edward Snowden is? Yes. Okay. His big thing is the expose, exposing global surveillance, basically. What the NSA was doing and where they were collecting all their information from. Uh, was this, this one? Yeah, this one has what I wanted. But, yeah, um, this all occurred after 9-11 for the most part, 
and it was, you know, we could, we can't let something that bad happen again. The best way to do it is to watch everybody, so that we can catch them. Right. I mean, I understand the logic. What would you do right after someone just bombed the crap out of your country? And it's, I understand the logic, but you know, <laughs> again, you, it's in that gray area. You know, it's not fair to the people that you're doing that, right? And then you could say, oh, I got nothing to hide. You know, what's the point? But, like, I don't know. Like, I heard a news story on this when this all came out. It was real big on the news. And they were saying, uh, they were saying, well, we're not listening to people who are ordering pizza. We care less about that. They're, they're trying to weed out the people who are, like, anti-America who want to know. I mean, that's, that's what they say, and I have no reason to not believe them for that. That makes sense. Like... Because if you think about how else are you going to do it, how are you going to find the bad guy? Yeah. I get the justification, and I think with this program, a lot of it was they had keywords and phrases that they were looking for right. specifically. You know, but, you know, people goof around with each other, you know. Oh, absolutely. Saying stuff, ridiculous stuff like that, you know, and you can't, you can't do People are, would be, are now too afraid to do that because the government's listening. And it's, I know what they're trying to do, but you're instilling fear in the population. Nobody's going to act bad because they're scared, right? Right. And I'd rather not have a government that's scared, scaring us, right? Just, I don't know, I think there's better ways to do it. I mean, is there a better approach? Yeah, probably there is, but what is it? Because if you look in the... When we're nowhere near as bad as this, but I'm just saying, like the like the SS, the secret police of the Nazis, right? Oh, it's yeah. doing that, constantly watching everyone. If you did anything remotely that looked dangerous, you're in jail or you're dead, right? They take somebody reports their neighbor, like I heard him doing this over there, arrested, gone, right? It's a slippery slope down to that point, right? And I think I don't know. Yeah, like, like I I also try to think like like when you said the SS like I think of the time period and what was going on and why that group was made what they were doing. They were totally the bad guy in my opinion. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm trying to think like how it was justified and why it was justifiable then. Because I also know it takes, like, what, 10 years before the culture changes? Like, every 10 years, the culture changes a little bit? So I think culturally, they were okay with this idea back then. Like, things that are okay now were, like, like being gay. Like, that was that's an okay thing now. But, like, back in, like, the 30s, they found out you were gay. They would chemically castrate you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of other factors that play into that. I think they just, I don't know. Again, it comes down to the fact that they did it without telling us. Is I get it. Okay, so like, you just want to be more informed. Yeah, in my mind, in like, the, the government that I would want, I would want them to say, hey, this is what we want to do. Just don't we hide We want anything. to monitor everyone so we can catch... 
terrorists. Are you guys okay with this? And then we vote, and then whatever. Again, there's another one where they'd be like, oh, the populations are not going to like this, but they're idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. We're going to do it anyway for their own good, is the, is the government's, I'll call it their motto. Like they're, we're doing this for their own good. Um, but yeah, so th- this uh, stuff was the big companies involved is uh, Microsoft, Yahoo, Facebook, Google, Apple, and Dropbox are the big companies that NSA was getting their information from. Now, the conspiracy side of this is, did they know? And then this, the Wikipedia article, article here is saying all these quotes by these companies saying we had no idea, right? Uh, a lot of people said, hey, all these companies have backdoors into their servers that the NSA knew about to sneak in and get their information. Did they leave those there on purpose? That's the conspiracy. I am... I'm going to say I would I would believe that. If that turned out to be true, they, I would not be surprised that they did leave vulnerabilities in their stuff so that the NSA could get in. Because they probably went to them and said, hey, that's what we want to do. Maybe they bribed them with money. Maybe they threatened them. I don't know. I guess the thing that I can see where that not being true is like technology's changing all the time and people who invent it probably don't know that if we do yeah. this, 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 this is gonna leave a hole here. That so is, part yeah. of me thinks that maybe it is more than likely that they didn't know. So yeah, that is a good argument for the other side saying things are changing. like companies find bugs in in hackable vulnerabilities in their stuff all the time and they go fix it. Like apps update, you know? And they find them. So, I think Snowden was saying, like, a lot of these companies, and I think this came from some Wik- WikiLeaks stuff, too, saying they did know about it, but they didn't take any action. I think the only one I remember is, like, Cisco was one of them. They knew about their security vulnerabilities, but they did not fix it. So. But it does take... You know, it takes time and effort and manpower and money for companies to go fix all these. Um, and I'm sure they had to make that decision. Or like, okay, NSA or whatever is, is able to get in here because of the security flaw. But it's the government, you know. Is it really that big of a threat to us? Eh, maybe they've influenced them to say, look the other way. It's fine, it's fine, it's for their own good. You know, maybe. That's, uh, again, a tough call to make. But... Uh, we're gonna skip that one. Okay. Conspiracy or truth? Did we imprison Japanese Americans during World War Two? Yes, we absolutely did. So I think there this was, is there was a documentary on that uh, on the History Channel. They actually went to one in Hawaii, like they filmed that stuff, and there were guys telling stories how there were like people with armed guns. Like walking around, making sure no one got out. That's absolutely true. So this is this became a big deal about ten years ago. I remember they started really talking about it on Discovery History Channel stuff like that. But the fear was just so big that they were going to turn on us from the inside. You know that they did this, and again it comes down to you know that greater good thing, better safe than sorry. Whereas it sucks for you guys, but you know we just got to be safe. Right. I read a story when all this was going on. I didn't read it. What I'm talking about. I watched it on the History Channel. This guy, he went to go apply for the military and they told him he couldn't. 
because he was Japanese. And so they sent him to a camp. Yep. So, that sucks. Now, I guarantee these were not the greatest living conditions. No, they were I'm sure it was a little better than, you know, what Germany had going on. But Oh, they're definitely better probably than Germany's concentration yeah, yeah. camps, but... I mean, it would suck. What if you were over in Japan, you know, just doing, all doing your people. thing, you know, and they're like, oh, white, you're, you're white, you're American, you're in a camp. You gotta leave your home, everything, you're stuck in these, like, cheap barracks, Until poor living conditions, you probably gotta work and eat crappy food. It sucks. So, that's just saying, hey, you know, our government's not perfect. No, they they definitely messed up. But they did, they... Uh, I understand why they did it, but again, I don't know. Cause like, I'm sure there's like, you know, college professors, mothers, kids. You know, they're not spies. I mean, you know, they weren't willing to take the time to find the actual threats. They just blanketed, grabbed everyone, and be like, oh no, you're all in camps. Just were they even so. were they capable though? Is is a question I would pose. Back then, were they capable of doing such thing? It would have ta- they probably did not have the resources to be able to do that. So that seems like it would have been the best course It of was the most efficient way to do it. Was it the best for the people? No. For the Japanese people. No. For that, not, but... For that particular group in America, that was awful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Then, all right, moving on from that one is that we already briefly touched on it, but did we have prior knowledge of the Pearl Harbor attack? That doesn't seem so far-fetched to me. So this one is still in conspiracy status. It has not been confirmed. The biggest thing they've said is that we already had the Japanese code broken, right? And we knew we were receiving the transmissions, and we knew what they were saying. They're saying that we had the code broken before the attack, so we would have known by intercepting their transmissions. That's the current evidence that says we had the the ability to intercept the the communication. Did we? I don't know. So, yeah, we already covered that one, so we'll we'll gloss over that one. This next one... I'll just go ahead and like say it's true just because it's not. I think it's common knowledge now. Again, like the Japanese internment camps, we know about it now, but they definitely aren't going to tell us, go out of their way to tell us. Like, we didn't learn about Japanese internment camps in school because. Right. You know. Right. It happened. We're not proud of it, but yeah. Because this, this has to do with a lot of the nuclear tests going on in the 50s during the Cold War stuff. That there was two people that, on the moon? Yeah. Was that... <laughs> not that one, but... That these tests... We were kind of reckless with. And a lot of people ended up getting exposed to a lot of radiation Ooh. as a result of these. Mostly due to... Uh, probably weren't paying attention to the wind patterns. Launch it, boom, all the fallout goes to the city and all the residents get sick. Right. That happened a lot in, like, Nevada... Is where they tested a lot, and there's some surrounding areas that got impacted by this. And then that makes sense. The other one was in the Bikini Atoll in the Pacific Ocean, where they tested like the hydrogen bomb. Right. They had 
other nearby islands that had people on them, right? They said, you guys gotta move. Again, that's a crappy thing, right? It's for the greater good, though. We gotta have better weapons than the Soviets, was the justification. So they made them move, tested the bombs. They get hit with some of the fallout because they didn't calculate it right. Uh, so they said, okay, no, you guys gotta move further away. Then they were out of range, okay? And then a couple years go by and they say, okay, we're done testing. Uh, it's safe to come back. They did not do. Safe. They did not do enough research uh, to confirm this. They move back. They start getting sick from all this radiation crap. So there's a lot of I, I, a lot of this stuff when it comes to testing things, and I'm sure it happens with lots of stuff. Even in the medical field, is we're not a hundred percent sure it works or that it's safe. We're, we're mostly trying. sure. Here you go, and then just like it's the you know it's easier to beg for forgiveness than have for permission right right say oh it's safe oh oops you know it causes the side effect we had no idea versus it could have these bad side effects and people are like no 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 we don't want it no no no, no. you know it's the whole, I, I just gotta know because it's a burning question it has nothing to do with what we're talking about is the lizard people on the moon thing is that like a real conspiracy theory of course mm-hmm. I don't know about the moon is it really yeah that, what? Alright, we're taking a tangent here uh, to talk about lizard people. <laughs> I'll talk about Alex Jones's take on this because he's probably one of the craziest. He's the most... He knows the most about these kind of conspiracy theories even though it sounds absolutely insane. But he's saying lizard people are from another dimension and they were able to come through and they've taken over positions of power um, they're able to look like us. I think some of the things are like, oh, Hillary Clinton's a lizard. Justin uh, Bieber. Justin Bieber. I've heard Obama's a, uh, a lizard. Anybody, like, high in power and celebrities that influence us are lizard people. And they have their own goal of taking over and being in control of all of us without us knowing. That's the lizard. I don't know about the moon part of that. What have, what have you heard about? That, that was their base? That's the their moon base? Their their moon base that's where they live could be I've not heard that but I really thought that was a joke I didn't think that was real no, people, people do, really do believe. believe that people believe a lot of things well that's that's not real now don't so, offend any of our of our listeners here if you believe it go ahead you know I can't I've not seen a lizard person I haven't either. but I cannot say for certain there aren't any <laughs> again with aliens I've not seen it but I can't say it doesn't exist because I have not seen the entire universe. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's my take on conspiracies is, you know, can I say for certain it's not true? If I can't, then sure. Okay. Like, you know, like Flat Earth seems to be a popular one nowadays. That's so stupid. Don't offend I, I know listeners. based on basic science and observation that it's not. Right. So that's one that I'll dismiss. But then you got, you know, Hollow Earth. Seems not possible. Seems crazy. But I can't say for certain it's not true. I have not been inside the Earth. So. Sorry, I have to text here. Um, my sister sent us our logo for this. And we'll look at it after this. A logo for a podcast. Anyway. But yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. So that was, that's fine. So that is 
So I've covered all the government things that I wanted to talk about. So if that's all you guys wanted to listen to, we're done with that portion. Now, since Michael's on, we can just start throwing out conspiracies at him to see, you know, one, you know, how ridiculous it sounds and then whatever. So I don't know. We can take turns, care if you want to throw one at him, see what he thinks. Oh, you go first. I need to think of one. All right. So uh, we we touched on it briefly. Like 9-11 was an inside job is a, a hot hot topic with there's been lots of huge documentaries doing all this research saying like oh you know the the buildings wouldn't have collapsed like this there's no way that you know jet fuel would have burnt the beams to to make it fall down like this and there's stuff like oh we knew we knew it was coming um there's one that says the one that crashed in pennsylvania was shot down which doesn't seem too far-fetched another popular thing is the pentagon was not hit by a plane it was hit by a missile based on like the way that it uh was hit in the footage we have there's the other thing about uh tower seven i don't know if you're anything about that there's the twin towers there's another building off the side like i don't know 10 hours after the other buildings collapsed it just randomly just goes, it just looks like a controlled demolition right they're saying so one of the things is oh they went in ahead of time and planted explosives because they knew it was coming and they were going to collapse them that's a fun one. We'll do a whole episode on that. Uh, Plausible? Absolute not true? What's your thought? I can't. There's something to me. I, I can't believe it's, that you're, you're right. I do not believe that's true in the slightest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Talk about Antarctica. What's in Antarctica? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. We're not allowed to know, apparently. Um, nobody's allowed to go to Antarctica unless you have, like, special, like, government permission or whoever. And then um, there's... It's really sketchy because, like, to get to Australia, it would be from here. It would be quicker to go over Antarctica, but you're not even allowed to fly over Antarctica. So... You have to go, like, all the way, I don't know, geography, yeah. but got to go all the way to the other. Got to go the long way. Yeah, and you're not allowed to go in it. Um, a lot of people think that there's a lot of Nazi experiments, maybe some nuclear missiles. You're not, you're just, you're not allowed to go there. Yeah, I've heard Nazis. I've heard Illuminati base, New World Order base. Alien. New World base? New, New World Illuminati. Order base. Aliens. Yeah, that's what I Plausible? Ridiculous? Okay, here, here's what I think about Antarctica, based on what I know. Um, one, it's a frozen wasteland. Which there's, is perfect for storing there's things. nothing there. Do scientists go there? Yeah, to study the Earth and climate change and things like that. Do I... I, I think it's totally plausible... And totally reasonable to believe that the reason we're not even allowed to fly over Antarctica is because of the climate there. You could probably freeze the planes, something like that, make them fall to ground, crash. But you would probably hear that evidence. You know, I'd, I've never heard. It's strange, yeah, I've never heard that. I've never heard that evidence or that excuse as to why we can't go there. And isn't there, if you look on Google Maps, you can see certain. What is it? Is there a thing that you can see on Google Maps? Or am I making that up? I've looked on there. I haven't seen anything aside from scientists and penguins. 
but there's blocked out parts that you can't see. And is that because satellites haven't looked at that part, or are they blocking out purpose? Conspiracy. So So then we can follow up that one with you mentioned climate change. That is another conspiracy theory. People think that it's not true. Um, the evidence is we've done all these studies showing the globe is slowly getting warmer over time. But then people over here say, no, that's normal, right? The earth goes through cycles. I say hot stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So the big conspiracy is, is are we having an impact on it? I heard, uh, I guess, global warming would fall into this at some point. The whole global warming thing. I don't remember when I heard this, and I don't know how true this is. But I heard that global warming was invented by two scientists, and that it's not actually real because they deleted all the emails. I don't know. I Maybe. wonder if Hillary Clinton was involved in it. I don't know if that's true. Maybe I made that up in my own crazy brain, but I remember hearing something about it, and it was really big. Okay. I think when I was in like eighth grade, going into ninth grade. I think um, uh, one of the recent things that Trump did was uh, pull out of the climate change agreement. Of, uh, I can't know what it's called, like the Paris something. I know what you're talking about, but. He thinks, uh, in his mind, that, and I, I'm not speaking if this is true or not, this is what he thinks, is that it's just invented by scientists as a way to get funding that they can keep for themselves, right? It could very well be. I don't, and that, yeah. I've never really looked and into like the whole conspiracy. I thing. don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, we've got studies out. Some say yes, others say no, so I don't know. So I've, I've never really cared to look into it, to be honest. And it, right. And it, it, for me, it's just like, maybe we do. Maybe we have some impact. It is important for us, to, you know, to dial back on some of our pollution. But well, is it really impacting our world? It's a huge planet. I don't know. But I'm not going to say I have the answer. I know a lot of people that seem to be like, of course it's true. You're so stupid if you think it's not, right? They haven't done the studies. They don't, they don't right. know. They I'm just not, gonna, I'm not going to say one way or the other. Because I don't know. I'm not just going to regurgitate what I heard from someone. So, I say, possible? Sure. Not possible? Sure. I don't know the answer. Equally, uh, yeah. With the global warming thing, I've never really looked into it, nor have I really cared. Yeah. I just haven't cared at all. It's, it is what it is. Either we'll wake up tomorrow or we won't. It's one of those things. Okay, you have any other ones? Uh, JFK assassinated by the government? Uh, CAA in particular? No. That's, uh... Because I've, I've watched documentaries on that. Like, I've looked into that one a little bit. That doesn't seem like it would make sense for there to be... Because well, what's the big thing? Like, there was somebody, and then there was somebody in the grass, and then they framed yeah. Oswald. I don't, I don't believe that. So, the, the argument that... Like, the reasoning why they would do this, why the government would do this, is JFK, he was pretty, he was a good president, he was for the people who wanted to do the right thing. He had conflicting views with a lot of the agencies. He's the one that said no to Operation Northwood, right? Right. So CAA's probably, you know, but heard about that. You know, is it possible? Yeah, but 
to kill the president. I, mean, I, don't, I don't believe. I think that Lee Harvey Oswald was a crazy dude who found himself. But found he a gun also and shot the didn't he like? Um, he was like, yeah, I did it, and then he like later denied, and he was like, what did he say? It, he said it, I was set up or I was paid to lie about it, right? Am I making that? Maybe. I don't know if he said that. I, I think the Martin Luther King guy said that. Oh, okay. I mixed him up. But they probably, they probably said that, too. The other one is, you know, MLK was shot by the government saying, you know, it was this guy. I thought he was shot by the KKK. That's one of the thoughts. It was by, oh, what is his name? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But the guy that shot him was... Was it a paid assassin? I don't know. This is where it gets weird. We'll do a podcast on this one, but the guy doesn't strike me as the... He strikes me as the type that could be an old racist guy, you know, maybe, but it was one shot and got him... I think it was, like, in the neck or something, right? This guy seemed, doesn't seem to have it all together, right? So I could see them pinning it on him and it really being, especially after a reading, you know, the counterintelligence was following MOK because they didn't like what he was doing. It's For me, I think it would be so easy for the government to hire an assassin and frame somebody else. Like, the guy says, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger. Right. He's like, I was there and stuff, and I was somehow involved. I'm not entirely sure how I was involved, but I was just following orders from some random person. Well, what if it, they drugged him? Okay, I'll try. Yeah. What if something like that happened? There have been a lot of instances where they're like, I killed that person. I have no memory of doing it. Right. Could just be BS. If I wanted to get away with something, why not say something like that? You know, what are they, they going to say? I don't, I don't think the government assassinated MLK. Uh, I, I don't believe that. I think for me, it's not the government directly. It may be certain individuals or groups within some of these agencies. So you they may have like gone a, rogue. You think it was like an individualized, like, this guy's got a powerful position, doesn't like this guy, so off him. Right. And it always seems to be the CIA that they blame. CIA is kind of their own thing. They're not, they weren't created by the government. They're kind of their own agency that's like an arm of the government. And... They can kind of do what they want, right? They get away with all this stuff forever because they don't have to get government approval. They just do it, right? So I could see that being a small group of people within the CIA that wanted to do this. I think that's possible. Do I think they did? I haven't seen enough evidence to suggest that they did. There's definitely fishy stuff with all of these assassinations, right? And with like a lot of the bad things that happen, like 9-11... Las Vegas assassinations, all that stuff is there's stuff we don't know and there's some fishy stuff that they're not going to tell us. Probably because we'd start asking too many questions. So, possibly yes, probably, I don't know. I don't see enough evidence. Right. Okay. Okay, then. Um, I'm looking. Um, there is moon landing. I know your mom likes to to hate on that one but like I said it, it it there's people that say we didn't go at all 
and we faked all the footage. Of course we win. There is a motive. We had to beat the Russians. There would be a motive for us to fake it if we couldn't do it. I think we did it. I think we did it. I also think, but I think the footage, we talked about this tonight, the footage is fake, but they had to fake it because the footage we had got ruined due to certain kinds of radiation in space can ruin the, the film, right? So let's say we went, we filmed it, we get back, we find out it's ruined. What do you do, right? If we just say we went, everybody's going to call BS on it, right? So let's release this fake stuff. We did really go, but we got to convince people we did go. That's more of my line of thinking, if this was true. I also think that lots of people died in the process of getting there. You think people died going to the moon? Yeah. I think... Like test subjects? I I think they all went in going thinking they were going to do it right. It's like, we got all the math, it's perfect. And then they get up there and it's like, we forgot about this crap. They lose some astronauts, you know. Oh, so you think it happened multiple times, but they didn't televise it until they went the right way. Yeah, like they had the trial and error, but we lost people doing it. Right. And that's, I think, if you look at all space programs from all countries, there are the ones, you know, like Challenger, you can't hide the fact everybody saw it happen, right? You can't hide that. The Apollo 11, not Apollo 11. Apollo 13. No, it was Apollo 11. Apollo 11, where they died in the command module, right? You can't, you can't hide it. Everybody knew about it. But like, I feel like, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe we're really good at figuring this stuff out. We did have a lot of smart people on. Maybe we did get it right the first time, right? Because we did send Apollo 13 that did have an issue, not a catastrophic issue, but they had to come back. Yeah. I don't know. But when you're in a space race with the Soviet Union and I don't know, the Chinese had one later on, you're not going to admit when people die. Maybe less so for us, but definitely the Soviets. I guarantee they were throwing people into space constantly oh, trying to get were. it right, and they weren't. Because but the Soviet Union, they were like, "You're going to do this, and it doesn't matter how you yeah, feel about they it." They didn't care about <laughs> their people, so I don't know. If somebody told me we did it on the first try, I would be like, okay. I, I'm not surprised, but I, I do have my dad, so. Uh, um, we could just bring it back to the most famous classic conspiracy theory, which is the Illuminati. What do you, how do you feel about New World Order, Illuminati, that kind of? I think... That was a thing that was invented. A lot like another thing that I think was invented. But I don't want to offend any of your people. What fire? No, Scientology. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Um, the Illuminati is a real, was a real organization. Where did they come from? Like, England. Way back, way back in the day. Um, I don't believe they're still real. That's what you're asking. Yeah. They were, they were real. Are they still... Active? Are they still a thing? I don't think so. And I think a lot of this comes down to... And how do you know that they were real and came from England? 
It's just history. The only one you can look it up like it was a real organization. They but were. They were. They weren't. They didn't do. They didn't control the world. Yeah, it wasn't what we think Illuminati is now, but it. Our idea of Illuminati now kind of stemmed from that. Well, if 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 the Illuminati are real, then they're probably a lot like the Freemasons. They're probably like, because like Dad was a Freemason and he went around and helped the community. Like that's what he did. So I think a logical person would be would say they exist, but they don't do what you think they do. They're just it's just a no, group that does good things. It's just, it's just like the the Shriners or like the the Freemasons. They're they're probably just a bunch of old guys who are bored. They want a secret handshake and they want to go do things, so they go do good stuff for the community. So the people on the outside are like, what are they doing? I know what they're doing. They're drinking, they're drinking coffee, doing their secret handshake, and they're probably eating donuts and shooting the breeze. Like, that's probably what they're doing. I think a lot of these conspiracies just come down to other people on the outside with their wild imagination. But hey, we brought it back to the Freemasons again. Always. Um, I don't. I don't think the Freemasons are bad people. No, nah, I have no, no. I mean, my dad was one. He. It's no. just people just when they're not involved in that secret societies, they get jealous. Just like yeah, they about, get, like, they start rumors. about the Freemasons, I think that the majority of them are great people. But there are there's a conspiracy. I'm not saying I believe it. There's a conspiracy that the higher up you get in the Freemasons, the more twisted it kind of gets so like down below on like the on the lower levels like what dad was you know you're doing great things with charity but then there's like like the higher up people and i'm not saying i believe that i'm just saying that that's what some people do think i don't know if it's true i don't know because not nobody knows except for the three reasons because you don't know anything that goes on in there except for them helping people like I said, I'm I'm pretty sure I know exactly what all those things are. It's just a bunch of old guys who are bored. They want their secret handshake. They want coffee. They want donuts, and they probably want a moment of peace away from their wives or their grandkids because they're driving them nuts. Like that's I mean that's that's probably all it is. Yeah. So you know, another conspiracy, and it doesn't have to be Illuminati or Freemasons. It's just the fact that there is a group of people. That want to have one world government and they want to control everyone, and that's a hot one right now, especially with Alex Jones. Is that yes, all these people are are involved in this in your government that want to have the big world government. I'm sure that there are people who want to have the one world government. I'm sure there are. I don't necessarily know that it is that way. Yeah, I mean. I'm a Christian, so when I think of one world government, I think of, like, Antichrist. Like, when he comes, there'll be one world government, because he'll rule the whole world. Yeah. And some people think it's the Pope. I don't, I don't know, like... We'll do, we'll do that. I don't, I don't see the Pope as anything special, personally. I just, he's a man, he's an old guy. You're about to offend a whole bunch of Catholics. You should probably cut that out. Alright. We're all friends here. Um, I'm not Catholic. I don't uh, 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 I read one earlier that was saying that Bitcoin is the first attempt at initiating a one world global currency, and that would be the first step into. I don't even understand how Bitcoin works. Like, I downloaded the app and I was like, this is stupid. Isn't it bad? Like, you're not. 
Isn't it bad? Because I thought people buy like illegal stuff. Okay, well, a brief, very brief description of what Bitcoin is, is essentially you've got your miners, right? That you have to have a computer program to run this. You're essentially playing the middleman between people paying each other. So you want to pay carry, right? You send out, you say, I want to pay. It sends out an encrypted code, goes to all these machines. They decode it, recode it, and send it to carry. And then carry has their money. That way no one can, no hackers can intercept and get it because you've got all these systems that you would have to all, hack all of them all at once. And it could be anyone from the, anyone connected to the system. And so, if you buy illegal things, so can't trace it. It's not traceable and it is used on the black market because of that. So when we say black market, we mean illegal weapons all the way to trap human traffic. Right. You can't go buy a human with your credit card because you will be caught so by the government like that. So you gotta use You can't use cash because even cash is traceable. Traceable. So Bitcoin is all digital and they've set it up so you can't backtrack stuff like that. Why was it invented? Was it invented for that purpose or was it just to avoid bank the the allegedly corrupt bank? system and avoiding you know all that shenanigans don't know so you should delete that off your i did i didn't understand how it worked so i was like yeah this is stupid so i deleted it so it's not it it's not a bad thing but it is, it can be used for bad things so just like the dark web it, so everything can be used for a bad purpose so uh that's a brief rundown of bitcoin but they think first step so what Alex Jones calls it is uh, the globalists, and their idea is, you know, one world government. They want everybody to be the same, same language, same currency. That way they can control everyone, right? That's the, and he thinks all the high powers are going towards this, right? And they think maybe Bitcoin is the first step to first get everybody on the same currency. Next step, get everybody on the same language. Next step, start controlling everyone. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's a big conspiracy out there right now. Uh, I don't think nothing of it personally. There is uh, the planes in the sky with the, those trails behind them. Chemi- okay. Trails have chemicals those... in them to control the weather. <laughs> no. What happens yes. is when you're flying that high in the sky. That's what the government wants you to think. And it creates condensation, and the condensation comes out, and it freezes, creating those trails. You're not getting chemicals jumped on you. Sure. Would you say that? You have to be open-minded when you think about conspiracy theories. I feel like you're so closed off and set in your ways. All right, well, it does sound ridiculous, and his explanation is correct. It does, but everything that we say, no. Here is what. Uh, an actual person that really believed this. They'd be like, yes, some of them. Other ones are chemicals. But is it... And they, they could tell you, they could look at them. Like, if you had pictures of them, like, that's that's chemtrail, chemtrail. Okay, that one's actually a, I don't know what it's called, like a jet, jet stream. Jet stream. That's, that jet stream, jet stream, chemtrail, chemtrail, you know. Is it that far-fetched? Because, I mean, the government puts stuff underwater. Because fluoride is going to control our minds. 
that's what they say. That's what they say. So is it that far-fetched thing that maybe the they're dropping one, chemicals? I've heard that fluoride is... I've heard the mind control one seems a little more far-fetched. The other one is that... Uh, I've heard one that it makes you dumber so that they can manipulate it easier. There's also one that says like it makes you more less aggressive so that you're just more accepting of what the government does. Entiology. Or it's better for your teeth. They put fluoride in the toothpaste. I don't want you to think. Although I have drinking tap water all my life, and I pretty much I've had a cavity since I was a ten. So, but that comes down to the is probably not the best thing for us, but it's really good for your teeth. So yeah. the good probably outweighs the bad. Like you're not you're not supposed to eat toothpaste. It's bad for you. Yeah. So they do say. I think, fluoride in toothpaste, but you're not supposed to eat toothpaste, so... I think the only way you could probably get poison from the fluoride in your water is, like, if you were to jump into the vat. Well, no, it's, there's not enough in your water to poison you. Now, the one thing that I have seen, I've seen videos on this, and I don't know what they're putting in water, but there's some places you can go in the United States, turn on the faucet, take a lighter, and light the water on fire. So, that knowing that... How crazy is it to think that they could be doing chemtrails some places? Is it really that crazy to think that? I don't think it's that insane. Let me propose a different theory then. What if there's some things that are going on that are very bad in our climate, so the government puts the chemicals out there to keep those bad things away? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a hot topic a little while ago, but not so much anymore. Is the you had the anti vaxxers movement. No, did not vaccinate your kids. So the conspiracy was uh, that they want you to use these because it caught, it kills you, <laughs> was the, the thing. No, what kills you is the diseases you're going to get if you don't vaccinate. So, Sorry. I take. I agree with you. My Vaccinate lo- your children. My logical take on this is, is it possible that there are things in the vaccinations that are not good for you? Like, I think a lot of the conspiracies here say there's like mercury in there or whatever that can cause autism or something like that. That was the big argument. But then again, you got to be like, okay, do I want a little bit of something bad so that I don't get freaking polio? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I've been vaccinated... My and whole I mean, life. I'm I mean, perfectly healthy. That's like saying, or like when you get a flu shot. That's like saying your kid being autistic is worse than them having polio. And honestly, I don't, I don't agree with that. I would that's much rather a, my kid not have polio. That's the a lot of government things is. There's some bad things that might happen, but if far is far less than the good that comes out of it. But we're not going to tell you about it. And that's the big thing people that drives people to come up with these crazy ideas. It's because the government tell you in the first place they think they're hiding something even worse. Right. So. Well, it's just like getting a flu shot. Like, they put a, a, a strain of the flu in the flu shot. That's why, you, that's why you'll get symptoms, like, after you get your flu shot. So the, the conspiracy theorist, the idea behind it is correct with the put a small amount of the the virus or the disease so that your body sees it it's like okay this is how we fight it that way if it actually comes it destroys it but they're saying they put other stuff in the vaccine 
That'll kill you. You know, coffee yeah. stunts your growth, so I probably shouldn't drink coffee either. But that's that's that conspiracy. That's absolutely ridiculous. More ridiculous than the moon is a hologram. <laughs> it's not real. The moon is a hologram. It's a hologram. It's not real. Completely right. Oh, uh, yeah. So, that one. Uh, I don't also, know. the Earth is flat. And dinosaurs are inside. Dinosaurs are, yeah, dinosaurs are I was going to say dinosaurs are fake, but. You know. Dinosaurs are fake. Oh, yeah, they're fake. They're not real. Have you seen one? I've seen skeletons. You actually seen the skeleton? How do you know that they didn't make the skeletons out of like you know clay that, or something? You know what you see in the museum? Those are fake. Those are casts of the real thing. Well, I know that I think evolution is fake because Shannon told me this uh, when they were like cleaning the the skeletons of like the the first human that they found. They were taking a sander to it and sanding the bones the way they wanted them to look. Interesting. That's a good conspiracy. That's what Shannon was telling me. Because we'll he actually we'll went and saw him do it. That's a good conspiracy. To get him on for that. Um, Shannon, he told me that. And I was like, oh. Okay, so you're telling me they've got a monkey skeleton in there. And they're just, they're sanding the bones to make it look the way they want. I've always <laughs> thought, because you know, as a Christian, you get, you're kind of in a weird spot where... And that comes down to there's like there's the people that think you know Bible and all that stuff is truth, but when God says He made the earth in seven days, it was probably millions of years. There's that, and then there's people that say no, it was actually seven days. And when you believe it's actually seven days, you can't believe in evolution. If you if the other one if you're on the other side, you could be like okay yeah maybe. Well, my thing is like I don't know where it is in the Bible, but it talks about time and in relation to God and it's like one day is like a thousand years to God or something like that but I feel like God would use our time for us you know what I mean I I think if it was billions of years he would say in seven billion years I created the earth but we also have to remember you know we invented time right we decided hey this is what sun comes up goes down that's a day Uh, 30 days go by that's a month you know Go around the sun, that's a year. But, um, but it says that God created day and night, so actually God created that time. But then people also be like, okay, on the first day, he created... But we also created, like, calendars and stuff, so I think our idea of time and our idea of what a day is, what a month is, that's that was all created by humans. Right. So there's arguments on both sides. If, if you're confident enough to say, yes, it's this, or no, it's not, I think you're full of crap. Uh, you don't know, right? It's it's fine to say this is my opinion, right? So mine, it, my take on evolution is going from you know that that fish that crawled out of water all the way up to a human. No, but have we changed over time? Yes, just not as drastically as. Yeah, like, I mean we probably we're humans. We look different from what we used to. Yeah, but we we're still to. you got two arms, two legs, you know all that stuff. Like Matt, when I was in his small group. When I was in youth group, he uh, he said he believed in small scale evolution. Yeah. And in my brain, that makes sense because like when Jesus walked the earth, I think it's been proven that people were shorter then. They were a lot shorter than they are now. That and like the same thing with animals. There's like this bird who 
had a certain type of beak, but then the they had to like move to a different environment and they had to adapt to that environment. So their beak changed over time. Things like that. I like that's. And I'm surprised they didn't talk about that more in like our biology classes in high school. Entertaining idea. So I always say, I definitely support the idea of adaptation, but not evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things like adapt or die. Like that makes perfect sense in my brain. But like you know, if I get thrown out of an airplane, I ain't gonna sprout wings and fly. It's just not a happen. Right. Hope you have a parachute. If we start throwing humans out of planes and killing them that way, they're not going to suddenly genetically mutate to start growing wings to survive. Like, that's crazy. But I small think, adjustments to adapt to your environment, yes. Yeah, like, good. let's say 100%. you moved to, like, like, I'd say, like, um, New Orleans. I feel like, like, if we went there, maybe in the first couple of days we'd have a harder time breathing because maybe the air's heavier where it sits down. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you climbed a, mo- a mountain where like the air gets thinner, you'd have pr- you'd have trouble. Your lungs would have trouble processing that air. Right. Like yeah, that makes sense. Oh, God. Let's see. Uh, anything else, scary? Those are some of the fun ones. I like the so moon is a hologram seems kind of silly, but I've also heard the moon is a Death Star. We're project no. <laughs> there's weapons. Moon is chief? On, there's weapons on the moon. And we have a hologram over top of it. So that we to can't hide see the weapons. We can't even make hologram like like oh, I heard the Japanese were like they invented a cloak where it's invisible to microwaves. Like if we're still working on that <laughs> as a human race, I doubt there's weapons on the moon. Uh, we have that technology, we're just hiding it. That's <laughs> I see. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, if you tell me this in, like, the year 3035, we're very specific. Like, I'm, like, I'm going to be dead and gone, but, jeez, oh, Pete, why don't you throw the dog at me? <laughs> For those of you listening, the dog just freaked out. Yeah. That's because he's horsing around with cat, Sammy. Um, Sammy. I don't know, like, I feel like I'll be dead and gone by 3035. But like, if we were in that time period, like, I'm pretty sure we're going to have flying cars by then. We've, we've already got, like, a three-foot flying skateboard that runs off nitrogen, which is freaking amazing. Tony Hawk was riding it. It's great. <laughs> like, it, it wouldn't surprise me. And I, I've, there's, like, a website where it, where it has, like, it keeps live count of, like, how many years and stuff we'll have, like, fossil fuel if we keep using it. When I was in high school, I checked it. It said by the time I was 35, we'd be completely out of fossil fuel. Yeah, that's... Uh, and but we, uh, we've made some slight improvements in our... I'm also 23. So that's not too far off. And it's like... But I've also heard there is huge places that we have not even started to drill in yet that have tons of... Oh, yeah, like, like when Sarah Palin was running, she was trying to get us to drill here in the United States because apparently we've got a crap ton of oil. So that is one of the... It was, it's so weird, and I don't understand you know, politics, why they do this, but the tax bill was passed, but there was a random little note in there that says, also, we can drill in Alaska, right? They just threw that in. So, uh, people throw a fit about that. No, you're going to destroy the beautiful Alaska. But, like, it's supposed to be, like, a small area that has a crap ton of stuff just right below the surface. It's just a huge, like, I don't know what they call it, reservoir of oil underneath it. So, 
But you know, I think I think we will be moved to a new technology before we even come close to running out. I don't um, know. Electric cars seem to be pretty much like like Tesla stuff like that. Like that seems pretty much to be like the what we're moving to. Now here's one of my issues with electric vehicles. One, there's there's a, a thing. I don't I don't know if it's conspiracy or just thing is that what it takes to make those batteries is just as bad for the environment to get them. But also, electric cars, where does the electricity come from? Power plants that burn. Yes, we do have nuclear. Yes, we do have solar. But there's a lot of coal and oil power plants. So you're not really, you're not making the difference there, right? You're going to be burning more over there to make yourself look good. Look at me, my electric car. I'm not doing anything. Versus everybody pollutes a little bit. Power plants, not as much, but anyway. So let's see, we're at the 1.30 mark. We will start to wrap it up here. Um, I just, there's this video I'll play. Uh, you guys don't have to stick around for it. I'm just gonna show these guys, but it's, a, it's an interactive map showing every uh, nuclear test we ever did. And it's kind of kind of terrifying. So I'm gonna play that. Um, but for now, uh, everybody say goodbye. We will see you next week. Uh, sometime coming up, we're gonna we're gonna have Shannon come on and talk about Satan, and you know what Bible says and how we've gotten to from what the Bible says versus to how we've gotten to the little red man with a pitchfork. How the heck did we get to that? But he has a lot of uh, stuff he's done on that, so I think that'll be our next big one. Ask him about um, the bones too. Yeah, I will. Uh, now that now that you've mentioned that, so uh, say goodbye, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Adios. Sorry, all Catholic people. I didn't mean to offend you, but. <laughs> <laughs>